How's it going everyone? I hope you're all doing good. Welcome to this week's episode of Drawn to Create and for this one I actually have something planned. I'm going to be talking a bit about inspiration and so I've put down some notes here and I'll just work my way through these but inspiration is quite a, a broad topic and so I, I think it will give me an opportunity to talk about uh, a wide variety of things. Um, I'll probably end up going off on a load of different tangents and, and talking about things in general, but hopefully I'll be able to bring all of this stuff back and link it to the overall subject, which is inspiration. And so I'll talk a bit about what inspires me and how I produce my own artwork. And then I'll talk a bit about what inspiration is in general and then how you can apply what you are inspired by to your artwork and how that sort of translates into the artwork you produce because I think in a person's artwork there is always elements of you know their sources of inspiration even if it's just a small little hint of that you know um, a lot of artists are inspired by other artists work and so whether it's shown through the style of the drawing or the artwork or whether it's shown through um, the actual subject the thing that they are drawing all of these things um, come from different places. Everything that is put on paper has a, a source of, of, of sort of like an origin where these ideas and these concepts have derived from and then an artist sees all of those things are, and then they are affected by them and then they apply them to their work and sometimes they might do that um, subconsciously without even knowing that they are doing that but I do think that everything has to come from somewhere, right? I mean, ideas in themselves, ideas are a whole other subject for another episode. But if you think of an idea, it's pretty, it's kind of a strange concept because where do these ideas come from? They can't just pop in your head, right? They must come as a result of maybe your experience in life in some areas or maybe... Um, the things that you are thinking and all of this stuff sort of must come together. It's really uh, quite a confusing and, and complex topic to get into and I, I really don't think anybody knows where ideas come from, you know. It's sort of like a, a gift from the gods, right, that just appears from nowhere. It just pops into your head and then you try and store that idea, remember it and then maybe act upon it execute that idea and then that idea transforms into something that might be physical or you create something from that idea uh, that others can interact with and um, it's quite special in a sense um, you know sometimes sometimes I have an idea and I, I'm just like really fortunate to have that idea because it's great um, and I write it down so I don't forget it which is something that I always try and do now because there have been countless ideas that uh, come into my mind and then just go straight out of my mind and evaporate into thin air again and so you have to capture them so that you can uh, hopefully act upon them and um, yeah I think ideas might come from um, just everything in general really maybe some of your prior thoughts that you are having throughout the day um, and then if you are trying to think of something or you want to do something then uh, everything is sort of working alongside you and all of a sudden your um your mind or whatever generates this this thought this idea and uh helps and assists you that way which is i don't know i'm probably talking a load of uh, nonsense right now but 
I don't necessarily want to get too much into this idea behind <laughs> behind ideas um, because I'll probably just talk about that sort of stuff in another episode because I want to have a conversation um, surrounding inspiration. And so for the purpose of this episode, I went and googled the definition to find out what inspiration is or what it says it is and the definition of it is the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something especially to do something creative and that's i suppose that's inspiration in a in a nutshell a really simplified definition of it but i think inspiration is is different for everybody and i mean you can think of it as it's almost like a push forward. Um, I think inspiration is a catalyst for motivation. I think those two things are really closely linked together um, because being inspired by something can also motivate you to do something. And so, for instance, if a, an artist sees something or experiences something that inspires something within them, Maybe it gives them an idea for some artwork that they want to produce. And again, it's going back to ideas because inspiration is also linked closely to generating ideas, which it's kind of strange because all of these things, motivation, inspiration, ideas, they're all closely linked together and they also um, assist one another. For instance, um, if you're inspired by something, that could give you a, a really good idea for your own work and then you are motivated as a result of that to go ahead and produce that work. And inspiration for me is probably one of the most interesting things to talk about um, because it is different for everybody and so the only way I can really talk about this is if I talk about my own experience and what inspires me and there is so much out there that can inspire me I mean when I was younger obviously when you're a child you you seem to be inspired a lot more if you are open to it um but I'd literally just I could, I could stare at a blank wall that has been painted and then uh you know the, the texture of the paint I could make out little uh, shapes and sort of stuff within the texture of the paint and then that might give me an idea it's really um You'll sometimes find yourself being inspired by the strangest things. Um, and a lot of the time, you'll find yourself being inspired by obvious things, other creations from other people. And it's everybody else's creations that we can really use to benefit our own creations. Like, all of the obvious things that can inspire people. You know, things like movies, games, music, that's a big one, um, traveling, just life in general, interacting with people, all of these things, um, they can all be a source of inspiration and you can probably draw something from all of these different things. Movies, for instance, are, are something that I think definitely inspired me a lot when I was younger and they still do now, but I'm, I've always been a bit more, you know, I've always sort of gravitated towards more visual mediums. Uh, music still inspires me now and then, but it's probably going to be something that I'm able to look at and see, you know, like you do a movie when you're watching something on screen and you're interacting with these characters and, you know, there's all of these different things that are going on in a movie, whether that's the actual style of the film or the, the soundtrack, again, the music, the characters, the narrative, all of these things are 
created by people and you can you can take and pick different things out of them and then apply them to your own work and so you know recently well not recently a lot of the time my work um since I've been growing up has been drawn in in pencil and you know I don't think the medium that I've chosen is a result of what has inspired me I think I've just been using pencil because it was easily accessible as a kid. You know, there was always a pencil lying around with some paper, and so I'd just pick that up and start drawing. That was just a means for me to be able to start creating stuff, drawing on paper, and that felt natural for me. And so I don't think the tools and resources that you use are a product of what inspires you, but I think the the artwork that you produce as a result are um, a result of what inspires you. And so you know, an artist's artwork is definitely a product of themselves and it's a, a product of everything that is involved within themselves. So everything that inspires them, all of their interests, their uh, their experiences, all of them are sort of translated in a way onto paper and then presented to the audience uh, through their artwork. And so and so if I'm going to talk a bit about what inspires me and what inspires the artwork that I produce, it's important to realise that the artwork that I'm creating now is a product of, it's, it's sort of like the furthest end of the process of development that I have been going through for the last, well, pretty much ever since I've been drawing. You know, my work has evolved and so that evolution and that development has come about from... Um, you know, being inspired by different things throughout the years as I have been growing up and aspiring to be an artist and create all of this artwork. I mean, if I was to go back five years, I was probably a completely different person back then. And, you know, what inspired me back then probably doesn't resonate as much with me now. And so that's also a reason why your artwork seems to develop throughout the years. And if I was to look at the, a lot of the work that I have produced in the recent years, you would likely be able to see some consistency. And, and that isn't just shown by the fact that they are all drawn in pencil, but that is shown through the subjects that I am drawing and the way that I am sort of making my decisions as I create this artwork. And so I think that the consistency in my work is definitely shown through the subjects that I am drawing, but then it's also shown through my style of working, you know, adding a lot of detail. Um, the artwork that I've been producing recently, there's a lot of uh, hard surface objects, and there's environments which are very hectic and uh, dense, and there's definitely reasons for that, which I'll talk about in a second. But throughout all of my work that I have been creating over the last few years, there is this ongoing theme and I mean, for lack of a better term, it is a theme, but it's a theme that is influenced and sort of manipulated by all of these different things, all of these things that inspire me. And so an example would be the fact that a lot of my work includes elements of science fiction. A lot of the time it's cyberpunk, which is a subgenre of science fiction. And obviously a lot of you will be familiar with that because it's a genre which has been showcased through other mediums like uh, movies such as Blade Runner, 
um, different, you know, video games. There's the new video game coming out soon called Cyberpunk 2077, which looks really good, by the way. And I think that genre appeals to me because it has a lot of interesting stuff to offer. I mean, it's so far from, you know, real life and the life that we are living in now. It is almost like an interpretation of the possible future. And so you are able to have a lot of fun with that. And that's all I really want to do when I'm drawing. And so all of that stuff is influencing the artwork that I create. And then, of course, um, there's a lot of other things which feed into that. I was talking about how detailed my artwork is and how dense these environments seem to be. And I think that was, you know, influenced by my visit to Hong Kong. I went to Hong Kong a few years ago and when I was traveling around, I was looking at all of the, the buildings, you know, the, the towering buildings, which seem to just go off into the distance up into the clouds um, and it's just it's it's absolutely it's it's a crazy environment I mean these buildings which soar into the sky and you just see these small windows they're just coated you know the facade of these buildings are just um, coated in these small little buildings and you think each one of those windows belongs to a room and there's a person living in that room and again Hong Kong it's a setting which has inspired the style of cyberpunk and all of these things are feeding into each other that's what I was saying about how other people's creations all of these things can play into each other and if I create something now from being inspired by the things that I'm talking about that might inspire you and then you create something and so it's like a chain reaction of all of these different things but yeah Hong Kong and the density of that city um, definitely had an effect on me and there is probably a lot of reasons why but I think one of the big things was because I mean I've always just enjoyed looking at a lot of detail I enjoy looking at artwork by other artists who include all of this detail within their work um, it really does appeal to me visually and that's just a personal preference I've always been like that and some people might be completely different but Hong Kong as a city was just so picturesque for me because of that I mean you could look at the surface of a building and then this building would just be coated in in cables and wires and vents air ducts and you know even that was just so interesting for me to draw and I think that's why I was so fascinated with that place and I really want to go back Um, I am going to Japan this year I'm going to Tokyo uh, in November with one of my friends and I can't wait for that I'll probably do some filming there I think I'm going to try and video a lot of that but it's likely going to have a big influence on the work that I create I'm going to take a lot of photos um, to use as reference and again it's one of those cities which you know in, in comparison to where I live it's just so different I mean it's a completely different way of living um, it's a, a different culture and again you'll you'll probably notice that in a lot of my artwork that I produce I often include a lot of Japanese text and those symbols and it's quite funny because some of you comment thinking that I know how to uh, write in Japanese but I usually just use Google Translate they do say stuff um, a lot of the time that I, and a lot of the time it's relevant to the artwork that I'm creating but again I think you know the reason why that stuff appeals to me still is because of the the idea of detail you know the, the symbols and the way that they write 
is quite ornate and uh, again I think that draws back to my fascination with overwhelming detail and I know that it can be overwhelming sometimes but again that's the reason why realistic drawing appealed to me um, in the early days when I first started drawing because you know that had a big focus on detail as well and as I've moved slowly into uh, drawing from my imagination I still uh, enjoy adding a lot of detail and this time it's just influenced a lot more by all of these things which I've been talking about um, but yeah I can't wait to go to Tokyo um, honestly like we're, we're staying in uh, I think Shinjuku which is um, next to this train station and apparently it's the biggest train station in the world uh, we're probably going to get lost there on the first day I, I tried watching some videos of this person walking around the train station and it just looked so confusing um, apparently there's like over 200 exits in this place and then there's all of these trains which go around Tokyo and all of these different areas but regardless I, I, I can't wait for that um, and yeah Hong Kong in itself when I went there a few years ago was definitely something that um, I'll remember and I will hopefully go back there one day. I could talk a lot about my experience there but I'll probably just leave that for another episode but those are a few things that inspire me and I think I pretty much covered a lot of them. I mean obviously there's all of these different things that inspire me in general. There's not just like a select amount of things that influence my work. I mean there's definitely just life in general that inspires my work and uh, all of these things every day I must be inspired by something I think. I think that's the same for everyone as well. I mean, there's so much out there as well, especially today, just going online and looking at all of these other artists who are creating this amazing artwork and seeing how they do it, looking at their process, and then just browsing the internet and having a look at all of these um, different reference images and, and tools and resources that you can take stuff away from. There's really no excuse to not be inspired. I mean, we're living in an age where people are just creating at a, a rapid pace you know there's always new things to look at and new things to um, immerse yourself within and all of these uh you know gaming played a big role as well for me back in the day when I was a lot younger I mean I don't have a lot of time these days to play as many games as I used to but games are interesting because they're a they are a really interactive way to engage with these creations and these these creations I mean these video games today they're crazy like they are like interactive movies and so you can see why they appeal to so many people because it gives them not only an escape but they can really indulge and immerse themselves in another world and that is essentially what I'm trying to do when I create uh, drawings even though it's just one image it's still an in interpretation of something of life in general it's an alternative way to view life and the world around me from a different perspective um, and that has been influenced and that artwork is a product of all of these things which um, you know develop me as a person and the way that I also interact with the world and yeah I think that's what always appealed to me about video games was the fact that you was able to put yourself within these worlds that other people create it's sort of like 
going into an artist's artwork, right? Um, whereas a lot of the time, video games appeal to people for different reasons. I mean, it might be the sense of achievement that they get when they complete the game or are successful at it or other reasons. But yeah, that was always, I think, the main reason why I, uh, you know, played a lot of them was because I was able to really interact with other people's creations. And I think that's really important. We should always value other people's artwork and what they put out into the world because as a result of that, that might inspire someone else and then what the other person creates can inspire someone else. And again, like I said before, it's that chain reaction. And I know that sometimes if I even record an episode of this um, and I speak about a few things, that the stuff that I talk about can go on to inspire people. A lot of you comment sometimes saying that I inspired you to start drawing again or I inspired you to create a certain um, drawing or whatever. And that means a lot to me because if I'm putting something out there which helps someone else be creative and gives someone else that push that they need, then that's, I mean, that's really all that matters, right? I feel like... I don't know. I don't want to get all dark because this is going to sound quite dark, but I mean, in the end, we are all going to, to die, right? And all that's really going to remain is the stuff that we, I mean, the result of the actions and the stuff that we did when we was here um, and other people's memory of you. And that ties into this idea of legacy, right? And I, th I think I spoke about this in the video where I talked a bit about motivation. Um, a lot of artists create to leave something behind, right? They want to um, have something that can continue to inspire and influence people in a positive way when they are when they leave this world, right? And and if 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 um, they have something for people to remember them by then in a way that's their their job done right and it, it doesn't even even have to be anything big it could be a really you know minor action if you have if you have ever done something that's helped someone out or whatever if you have had any positive effect in the world that person who you have helped or inspired might go on to uh, do something which would um continue to inspire other people and again it's that chain reaction and yeah inspiration is an amazing thing and, and sometimes even though there's all of this stuff out there that could potentially inspire you i mean sometimes it's not that easy and that's straightforward a lot of the time you go through uh times where you are struggling to think of any ideas and again i'm saying ideas because you know inspiration is uh, again, it's the catalyst for ideas and motivation and all of that stuff. And so if you're not inspired, then you probably won't feel as motivated to do something unless it's a, a task that you you are so familiar with that you sort of just have to go through the process of, of doing it where you don't need to be inspired anymore because you've already established the reason why you are doing something and you have already been through that process of trying to come up with an idea for something and you know search for stuff that can inspire you and then all of a sudden you are deep into this project where you are literally creating and doing stuff because you you know where it's going to go um, and again things can still inspire you uh, through that process I mean you can always make decisions and they are always influenced by different things 
but maybe like with these drawings, I'm always in inspired by different things, but I know that I need to create a drawing each week for one of these. Um, and sometimes if I'm in a bit of a rush, I'm just drawing for the sake of creating a drawing. But all of that is still inspired by all of the stuff that I spoke about in this video. But there is nothing really, uh, you know, there's nothing unique that has inspired me in, in terms of the drawing. Sometimes you, you'll see me create a drawing where you'll be able to tell that something specific and unique has inspired me and I'll likely state what that is. Um, I feel like I'm going on and on a bit right now. Um, I don't know if you're making any sense of this, but um, it kind of makes sense in my head. All right. So um, I hope I'm getting the point across. But yeah, in terms of searching for inspiration, it's hard to give in advice on that because everyone's different and I mean if you just go on on a website like Pinterest or you just cycle through Instagram you'll see a lot of other artists work and just by looking at a lot of that stuff an idea should eventually you know form itself in your head and it should inspire you or even this video might inspire you which I hope it does but there is a lot of stuff out there that you can benefit from right and take inspiration from and you know, it's like what I spoke about earlier in this video. Figure out what appeals to you as an artist. Like, it was, for me, it was my fascination with detail. And then from that, I can start to, you know, it, it sort of reduces the amount of stuff that I'm going to be inspired by. I, I can kind of almost funnel different things um, and pinpoint the stuff that I know is going to really spark up an idea. And again, it's probably worth me saying that what inspires me now likely will inspire me uh, a few years down the line because things are always changing. There's nothing ever that's really permanent. Um, and in terms of artwork and being an artist, it's important to just go with that and allow yourself to develop. Um, and again, I'll probably be inspired by a lot of different things as I develop as an artist and my artwork will eventually change and all of that stuff and all of that stuff is just part of the process but um, I said in the previous episode that I will do a, a Q&A and so a lot of you left some questions and, and I've read through some of them I've picked one out I, I will do them all eventually I'll just work through one of them in each episode uh, and for this week we have a, a question by drawing with daniel nice name but um the question is hey dan i just wanted to ask when did you get serious about art right so well i've always been drawing i've always enjoyed it i've spoke about all of this stuff before um but in terms of when i got really serious um i think it was when I left secondary school. That's when I started to really take drawing more seriously because, you know, at that time in your life, you have to make a lot of life decisions. And I, I don't really understand it because from a young age, um, I think when you leave school, you're around 16 here in the UK. And so at that age, you need to have a, a pretty good idea of what it is that you want to do when you're older, right? You need to um, understand the path that you are going to have to take to get there but the thing is I never really knew what I wanted to do and that is the probably the same with a lot of people and I think um, from a young age there is a lot of pressure put amongst 
younger kids to make these decisions when they're not really in the right mind frame to make all of these life-altering decisions at such a young age. But uh, regardless, um, you know, I, I didn't want, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, I decided to go to college because that's what everyone else was doing. Um, and I always did draw. I mean, I was always drawing um, in my free time. But I went to college and I, I chose some subjects, subjects that did kind of, you know, the, the subjects that were close to the stuff that I enjoyed doing, which was being creative and stuff. So I think I chose uh, design technology. Um, I chose art because I thought it would be an easy an easy A level um, and it was but it was a bit of a pointless one um, and then ICT which are, which is computers and uh, yeah I only chose free but in my free time you know when I would come home from college I would spend a lot of that time drawing and I'd just draw a lot more because in my mind if I always thought if the college stuff didn't work out or I found myself in a situation where I still really didn't I hadn't figured out what it is that I wanted to do, I might be able to do something with the drawing stuff. And so I thought that it's probably worth my time to at least practice and get better at drawing, but then also try and do the college stuff as well, because why not have both of them instead of, you know, just doing one of them. And I, I kind of had that mentality through through university as well, because I did happen to go to university to do architecture I decided to do architecture um, because, well, because it was something that sort of appealed to me. And, um, you know, obviously I'd always prefer to do drawing and, and make a career being an artist, but it's a, it's a lot more challenging. Um, not, that's not to say that I didn't try. I'm, I was still doing them both, but I've spoke about this before. Um, but yeah, I would really work on my drawing a lot uh, when I finished school because you know, it was another skill in the bag that I wanted to have. And uh, even if it was just for me, um, it was something that I enjoyed anyways. And it was just another option, you know. And so I was trying to give myself all of these options. Um, and it was probably the one thing that I was sure about. Uh, drawing has always been something that I knew that I liked and that I would love to, um, you know, do for, for make a living out of it even if the chances are uh, slim. Um, but if you get better at it, then the chances are higher. And so that is one thing that I was always sure about. Um, I knew that I was passionate about drawing and so I started to take it a lot more seriously when I finished secondary school because that was the time in my life where I had to make some of those life decisions and you know take a bit more responsibility. And so... Yeah, I hope that answered that question. If you want me to, um, you know, build on that, or if you, if any of you have any more questions, then be sure to leave them in the comments down below, and I will read through them all uh, and pick out one of them for next week's episode. In terms of this drawing that you have seen today, by the way, because I have done this drawing prior to recording this, um, this is sort of like me experimenting for this bigger project that I am working on. But yeah, I think I'm going to wrap this episode up. I'll, I'll probably end up talking about inspiration and all of that stuff throughout future episodes. Anyways, I'm working on some more perspective tutorials to continue that series. And then, of course, I have this uh, new 
um, project in the works and then this podcast thing is going to be uh, weekly. So yeah, thank you for watching and of course I will see you next week.